This is Contractor Sense with Ruth King. Welcome to Contractor Sense. Here you discover ideas, tactics, news, and information that matters to your contracting business and you. I'm your host, Ruth King. This episode is sponsored by HVAC Trustbooks. Go to HVACTrustbooks.com to discover how this tool can help you close more sales. Thank you for joining us. Here is how we will help your business and you today. You're competing online with many other contractors. How do you get seen and noticed if you don't have deep marketing pockets? How do you know who you can trust to help you with your SEO and pay-per-click strategy? My guest today, Steve Tinarello, has been working with contractors, helping them avoid mistakes and getting the best bang for their buck. He's also the author of the pay-per-click playbook. Steve, welcome to Contractor Sense. Hi, Ruth. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. All right. So you've been around and you've worked with contractors. We're an interesting bunch, aren't we? Yes, absolutely. Been doing this since uh, the early 2000s. Cool. Well, I want to go back and do some basics before we get into pay-per-click strategy, if you don't mind. And because a lot of our listeners may or may not know some of the terminology that you and I just, you know, throw around because we've been around it so long. So I want to start with something really basic, like what's a landing page? Well, a landing page is your best salesperson. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a one-page website that gives a potential buyer all the information that they need to make a decision to pick up the phone and call you. That, that's where lead conversion actually happens. So it's the job of the landing page to take a click or a website visitor and convert them uh, to an opportunity. So it's important that, you know, the landing page uh, uh, does the work of, you know, your, your best performing salesperson. So, for example, if we had a pay-per-click strategy that says click here for X, and X might be, you know, 10 questions to ask before you hire a contractor or before you hire a plumber or before you hire a heating and air guy or, you know, something, whatever, they would click on that link and that link would take them to a landing page, correct? Correct. Okay, cool. All right. So you create landing pages or who gets to create landing pages? Uh, well, I mean, there's a lot of different landing page applications out there that you can easily sign up for. Um, here at, at my company, Ad Machines, we use uh, our own proprietary landing page technology that we've designed called machine pages um, or machine sites. And, um, and what we do is we create a landing page uh, for every single campaign that we support for our clients. So it's important that you know, the landing page is very specific uh, to the offer that you have uh, in play. Got it. And your company is Ad Machines, correct? Yep. Cool. Correct. All right. And if they want to get a hold of you, how do they do that? Uh, you go to admachines.com and uh, request uh, a meeting. Cool. Very good. All right. One of the things that you asked me, you know, when I asked, okay, what were some things that you wanted to highlight out of the book? One of the thing was, you know, how to save money and, and those types of things and how most you know, if people don't know what they're doing, they can get taken for a ride. And I won't say it any more negatively than that. But one of the things you talk a lot about are Google search partner networks. So let's go through that if we could. So what is one of those networks? And why do we want to turn them off? Well, yeah, so um, when you set up a campaign for the first time uh, within Google, um, 
one of the most common mistakes that advertise well uh, that contractors will make especially if they're managing managing the campaign themselves uh, is that Google defaults to uh, their Google partner network and these are um, these are search engines that you may have been familiar with a long time ago like uh, uh, ask Jeeves or or oh AOL. I mean, there's, there's, there's a, yeah, there's, there's, there's quite a collection of them. And what it does is it, is it, is it kind of bleeds your budget. So it, it will place your ad in all of these different places. And, and really it will, um, it can hurt your, uh, uh, your overall uh, budget. So in other words, they charge you for the ads that they put on Ask Jeeves or AOL, correct? Correct. Yep. Yeah. So then you're in a situation where I didn't want that. Well, you got it. Well, turn it off. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the best thing to do when you set up a campaign for the first time is to deselect uh, the uh, search partners network uh, within your campaign settings. And what that will do is it will just limit your exposure to just Google.com. And that's the best practice. That's where you want to start. And um, you don't want to scale into other search engines until you really understand what what your core metrics are. Right. And as you always say, almost everybody says, you know, you don't know that until you test it with what works and what may not work. Correct. Yeah. So um, within Google.com, you're going to understand uh, how effective your ad is, um, how effective your uh, well, how much uh, a cost your your cost per lead is, um, and there's about 16 different KPIs that you can get from one campaign. Uh, but the, the the major drivers of campaign success are going to be your conversion rate um, and your cost per lead. Right, and both of those are important to manage. Correct. Yeah. So if you can get a handle on your conversion rate, the number of clicks you pay. Uh, the number of clicks that you pay for uh, and um, how many leads you get in return, uh, all the other metrics will fall in place for you. Right. And, you know, and the thing that we do through Google is we get it. Okay. We got X number of leads. We got X number of people going to the, our landing page. What do we do after that? And that's not something that you do. It's something that they have to do internally. Correct. Yeah. So, you know, um, Let's say you get 100 clicks, and that produces, to keep math real simple, 10 leads. You have a 10% conversion rate on your Google campaign. And out of those 10 leads, let's say you book five of those leads to appointments. So your sit rate or your booking rate um, is, is going to be about 50% uh, of the leads that uh, have come through the funnel. So, you know, it, when you when you get a lead, um, you could take the number of leads divided by the budget and, and figure out what that cost is. And of course, you want to make sure that you, know, you, you respond to the lead in a timely fashion. You may you may want to put together a lead nurturing program uh, via email uh, to to stay in touch with the lead and and, and build value as they come through your uh, sales process. All right. Okay. When we get back, we're going to continue the conversation on, all right, how not to get taken, but actually things that you can do to help you build a, a robust, let's, let's look at it on the positive side, a robust um, pay-per-click lead generation campaign that will help you grow your business. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. Do you ever have warranty leak issues? 
One of Ruth King's clients did about four years ago. Thousands of dollars in expense and unhappy customers. She solved this problem for him though. How? With a leak letter that every customer must sign when the service technician discovers a refrigerant leak. Once they implemented the letter, there were no more warranty leak headaches. No warranty leak callbacks. Happier customers. The surprising result was more replacement sales too. To get a copy of the leak letter for free, just send Ruth an email at ruthking at hvacchannel.tv. That's ruthking at hvacchannel.tv. You can't. That's what my daughter Kate told me when I said I wanted to make financials fun. The gauntlet was laid down. The red blanket was waved in front of the bowl. Ronin the Rubber Duck was born. This ebook is a whimsical look at financials from a duck's perspective. To get this fun, easy to read Kindle book, go to Amazon and search for Ronan the Rubber Duck Dives into Financials. That's R O N A N, the Rubber Duck Dives into Financials. Let me know if I made financials fun for you. We're back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. I'm here with Steve Tenorello, and we are talking about how to maximize your pay-per-click and how to do some really good uh, advertising that will actually generate leads for you. Steve, give everybody your, um, your website address where they can contact you again, please. Admachines.com, A-D-M-A-C-H-I-N-E-S. Okay, terrific. Okay, so, you know, one of the complaints I'm sure that you hear, and one of the things that I hear a lot is, oh my gosh, nobody clicked on my ad. Or, oh my gosh, I only got, you know, two people clicking on my ad. You know, you, you talk about five different things that, you know, if you have low um, click-through rates, what can we do? Um, you know, one of the things you talk about is that campaign traffic is too broad. Now explain what that means, please. Yeah, so you know, as as powerful as Google is uh, an advertising solution, it's also a robust financial solution. So um, you have all of these controls in place that you can um, implement to make sure you get the right kind of traffic from the right location. So um, if I, if for example I, I was not receiving enough traffic, I would take a look at the keyword portfolio and the locations that you're targeting. And you may have um, uh, your campaign set up too tight. You may have to loosen, loosen up your campaigns with, with more keywords and more locations. Uh, so that would be a good example of uh, not enough traffic. If you had too much traffic with too many clicks um, and poor lead quality, then you may not have enough negative keywords. And these are the keywords that, um, for example, if you sell windows, window replacement, um, you know, you may have... Uh, a grandmom shopping for dollhouse windows for a um, for a dollhouse, and um, she may accidentally click on your ad. Uh, so that the, the the term dollhouse might be a good negative keyword to put into that campaign. So um, there are all these things that you can put in place to really control and refine uh, your outcome. Uh, you just have to know where to go to make these adjustments. Got it. So. I don't, you know, if I'm, if I'm selling plumbing, for example, I don't want, you know, anything other than plumbing. And I assume from what you're saying that we can do it by zip code, correct? Correct. Yeah. So one of the things that I like to do with my clients um, for the first time is I'll ask them for a report out of their service management software uh, or uh, QuickBooks, and they can extract their top performing uh, zip codes uh, or average ticket by zip code 
and you can strategically um, put more budget into the areas that have performed historically uh, for you. So that would be a good control to put in place. Uh, you could also take a look at if, if let's say, especially now, um, you, if, if, you, if you have a remote workforce and you have technicians that work from their home and you dispatch right from their home, um, you could put more budget closer to their home to, to help you save uh, on windshield time. So, um, you know, those, those are all strategic things that you can think of when, you know, putting together a Google campaign. Right. I mean, if you type in air conditioning, I mean, that's probably not going to help you. Or if you type in plumbing, that's probably not going to help you, correct? Well, yeah, I mean, so that... that that goes down to search intent. What is the intent of the buyer? So if, if somebody just goes to Google and they type in plumbing, you know, you want to refine that. What's their intent? Are they looking for plumbing jobs? Are they looking for plumbing for uh, their RV? Are they looking for, you know, plumbing for, um, you know, a, a commercial facility? So, um, you know, that might not be a good term to start out with. You want to probably start a little bit more conservative and be more specific. So, you know, plumbing repair near me or plumbing repair city. Uh, those are better terms to get you a better qualified uh, lead and opportunity. So the near me thing is really, that's taken off. It used to be plumbing services or HVAC services and you had to put in your town or your county or something along those lines. So the near me is, is coming, becoming very popular, isn't it? Yeah, Ruth, I tell you, I mean, eight out of 10 of the leads that we generate here at Ad Machines come in from mobile or a combination of mobile and location-based search. So, um, you know, having, having your um, account set up so that you're capturing those terms and that you're also advertising in the map pack with your location settings, those are highly important to get those local leads, which are probably gonna be your best uh, revenue generating opportunities. Yeah, I mean, you're not gonna, if you're, you're in Atlanta like I am, you don't want to lead from Chicago. <laughs> wouldn't be very correct. Good. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't yeah, be really yeah. So let's assume, you know, let's let's take a, a you know, you've done a really phenomenal job for a client. The the Google ad is working really, really well. And then all of a sudden it stops working. I mean, do they go lame or what happens? Well, there's there's a number of things that can happen. So you might have a competitor that will come into the market and <laughs> They'll, they'll really start to increase their bidding. So you have to make a bid adjustment. Um, or there might be a change in the seasonality. Um, your ads could go lame and you need, to, you need to constantly be refining and rebuilding your ads and testing that to help you get a better click-through rate. So there are all these things that can happen to really stop uh, performance. Um, and nine times out of 10, it's, it's usually an account that's not being managed on a daily basis. Got it. So when you work with um, a contractor, for example, how do you work with them? Well, typically what we do uh, is we go through a build process. Uh, we spend a good, uh, I would say, 40 to 50 hours building out campaigns for the client, really understanding their business, getting into the financial side of things and crafting a strategy, almost building a custom playbook uh, for their business, understanding which tickets um, are, are going to generate their best revenue sources. For example, in the plumbing um, arena, you know, you may have a plumber that does, does not want a faucet repair. They rather have a sewer replacement because it has a better net profit. So we build strategic campaigns uh, for each client. And once we go live, 
um, we have a daily, weekly, monthly process that we follow uh, to make sure that we're consistently getting um, good performance out of the campaigns. Cool. And where can we get the pay-per-click handbook? Pay-per-click uh, playbook. All you have playbook. to do is go to, <laughs> no problem, go to ppcplaybook.com and you can get your uh, free copy. Cool. Very good. Steve, thank you so much for being with us. And it's um, edmachines.com if you want to get hold of Steve also. And you know, take a look at you know, what your company who's doing your pay-per-click and SEO is doing for you and make sure that they're doing the job that you want them to do. Steve, thanks for being with us. Hey, thank you, Ruth. Really appreciate the, uh, the opportunity. My pleasure. And thank you for joining us. Choose one thing that you discovered and implement it in your business. These ideas, tactics, and strategies help you make more money, have more free time, and give back. If you like today's program, spread the word. Please review this podcast on any device you're listening to it on. Help a fellow contractor make more money too. For comments or questions, call me at 770-729-0258 or email ruthking at hvacchannel.tv. Thanks for listening. Have a great and profitable day.